habit to do. So when people are starting out, you've got to make it a habit. So for me, when I started off, it was literally meditate. So I'd write on my board, meditate. I'd write on my board, gratitude journal. I'd write on my board, walking. Whatever it was, I'd write these things down. Now I don't need to because it, it is It is what it is. Welcome to the Prime Life Project Podcast. A place to help you unlock your full potential, both mentally and physically, to become the best version of you. Welcome back to another episode of the Promenade Project Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel James, and I'm joined once again by Mr. Mikey Markham. How are we? We're back, baby. We're back. I'm it's doing like, all right. We need to get back in there more often. Like I said, it's like you just sporadically come and go. <laughs> well, I am You're always here. here. You're always here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm enjoying the conversation, but actually being in front of the mic, I'm in behind the mic, in front of the camera, that's what I wanted to yeah. say. That feels good. It feels ripe to me. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, for people that know, like uh, Mikey is a co-host of the podcast and Mikey is the videographer. So anytime you hear someone laughing in the background, cackling behind the scenes, it's normally Mikey. I, I need to know, what do you think when I do that? Because I can't help it. I have no, I love an it. uncontrollable no, I laugh. It. I always brilliant. think, do I catch you off guard though? That's brilliant. I think it's like, it's like do, you know, do you know when I'm listening to podcasts? I yeah. love listening to podcasts where you're really raw yes. and you can hear the people. So you've even got like the, uh, like I sometimes do a review where if it's just me talking or I just ask you a question, but it's off camera. I like that. It's kind of like just like that rawness of it. Uh, but you just, especially when it's funny and you just happen to laugh. I'm just uh, like, okay. It's often the guests do it, but you do it very often. You just say some big blanket statement. It catches me so off guard because it'll be an emotional, really beautiful moment. And you just say something that is the perfect timing. Was that when we had the Fleet Mall podcast on? And you guys, because uh, obviously Chris is and Mikey's oh, uh, girlfriend, Chris is behind, and you guys getting really emotional behind it. Like, it then allowed me to be like, well, actually, it's not just me that feels this. Like, I could see you guys mm. in my peripherals. Like, okay, this is a strong, it's a strong thing. Does it change? the podcast dynamic seeing us in here because obviously we're all on that roller coaster together and I'm looking at you you just look so in the zone that I wonder do we actually do you notice we're here at any point or how does it feel yeah yeah, yeah. so I think I definitely notice you guys are there Mm. so but I'm so engrossed in what the guests doing so obviously I'm, I'm listening to what the guests say and I'm taking notes and it's like I'm, I'm, that's the thing you don't want to get too caught up in what am I going to ask next because if I then do that I then get lost in what they're actually saying mm. so it's that uh, you've asked me before about how do I take notes and yeah. I, 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 I genuinely don't know I've got an ability to just scribble something down still listen take it in but then it's just I see you guys on my peripheral yes. so like you'll see like right now Chris is just nodding her head so it's like so you I'm looking at you I'm looking okay. you dead in the eyes but I just see her nodding her head I'm like okay cool so what I'm talking about or if I'm making a point or the guest making a point I just see you nod I'm just like oh okay cool like, we're onto something here like it's mm. because it's real life feedback if that makes sense because you guys essentially will be listening to podcasts yes so it's real life things so if you guys are sleeping in the background then i know <laughs> right then you need I'm to you need to right, rev this up a little yeah. bit like, <laughs> need to sort of take that to a gear That's, but um yeah interesting yeah so uh, for, for any of the, the new listeners here like welcome to podcast uh like i said, like I said introducing mikey the videographer and like i said he's my co-host as well um but obviously the format of this podcast if you are new to the show it's a uh, Sometimes it's just me talking. When it's me talking, it's normally a lot more educational. Uh, me just trying to real teach some hard hitting lessons when normally like 30 minute episodes. Uh, but then when Mikey's on, which we're trying something different today where, um, basically I'm going to put it a bit to Mikey where basically Mikey's going to, 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 be the structure of the show. So Mikey, kind of like if you've listened to the episode where uh, Mikey spoke to me about my past and my history, uh, I basically want Mikey to some pick my brains uh, about some stuff. So I don't know what Mikey's going to talk <laughs> to me about, uh, but it's obviously something that's relevant to Mikey in his life that he thinks is going to be of value to you guys. Because obviously those long-time listeners know that me and Mikey are on the same, the same wavelength, the same mission to help people. So if anything Mikey's thinking of, he'll then put it on to me 
I give my views on it and then me and Mikey can go back and forth with it. I think it's a really cool, relaxed sort of thing to do. Because uh, I said, me and you have great chats off air anyway. Like me and you just, we just vibe on a level. So I think it's actually good to get the authentic chat that makes sense where it's not scripted it's just a case of two guys talking about a subject because mm. we've both got the same view and mission to help people so i think it's a really sort of good path for us to go down have you ever heard of a scripted podcast before have you listened into one is it almost like a, a people story? that you can tell when it's scripted uh i've been on one they have a set of answers and a set of questions they want as well and this is how i want you to answer it i've, I've listened to some podcasts really? and been on some where it just does not it's too contrived too saturated i find it's a bit boxy, i have questions and i send my questions to the guest ahead of time but i just i say to the guest this is a framework yes exactly it's a framework for you so that you don't get caught off guard so if there's any real tough hitting questions apart from the fleet mall but again that just came out of nowhere when we spoke about the, the grievance and the loss of his son. I had no idea that was even hmm. the thing, but I just say to him, here's kind of roughly the, the path I want the conversation to flow down. Yeah. So then they know they can prepare themselves, but then we just go and just go with the flow. So they'll say something, 100%. So they, they understand that. I say to them ahead of time, listen, just so you not get caught off guard, this is the outcome of the podcast. This is what I want my audience to walk away with based on your story. This is the outcome. Here's some questions, but we just basically go off on tangents and they, they're cool with it. So, Well, that quite beautifully goes into this because that structure there, <laughs> you've got a bit of a structure. I like what we did there, Mikey. Yeah. Oh, you've been sat on that. You're like, oh, I'm going to settle with this. <laughs> it does genuinely really beautifully go because me being on them podcasts where they literally give you not just a briefing, but this is how I want you to answer it. This is where I want it to go. And... It interrupts the flow of the conversation because the uh, interviewer will be sat there and you could really beautifully flow with that conversation, but they go, no, I've got these questions, I've I got this time I think that's the hit. problem as well when, when you say that they're the interviewer. Mm. I don't think it should be an interview. No. I don't see my podcast as an interview. It's a conversation yeah. and that's how it should be. It's two people having a conversation. It's not an interview. Because yeah. like you said there, an, an interview, it's, for example, when Martin, um, two podcasts ago, mm. uh, we spoke about the institutes um uh, basically saying about how i basically said the big corporation corporate companies don't want free thinkers and he disagreed with me yeah but we, we again obviously didn't go down the rabbit hole we didn't go down the rabbit hole of completely disagreeing but we had two different views yeah that wouldn't happen if it was scripted like he'd have been like oh yes dan i completely agree but he didn't agree yeah and i didn't agree. Actually, it was me that didn't agree with him i did not agree but someone actually asked me on that what was your thoughts on that so I, someone, I, someone asked me in the background they said what did mikey think i said i actually didn't ask you uh I completely agreed with you on yeah. that one. I think independent businesses want free thinkers, creative people in that, like me and Chrissy, that is exactly what we want in our um, business working with us because they're, we're ready to listen and take on ideas and it's going to better what we're doing. But big, huge corporations, they, in my eyes, want people that don't have to think at all, don't think, because they're just doing what they're told. Yeah. Um, it makes it Google, a lot easier Google's more good. to control. Google's good with that. Google mm. apparently just does a lot of free, uh, post a free think and they actually reward the creativity. But again, I would also say with some small companies, if you've got employees that are coming out with really good ideas, if the owner's got a big ego and yes. wants to control, it's that fine nuance and that fine thing. I think for a company to have a completely authentic, raw, unscripted, like, free thinkers, I yeah. think that's quite a hard thing for a company to accept. Yes. By uh, default of the company, if that makes sense, because the company's got their own structure and their own way of doing things. Uh, completely. I mean, again, for those that are open to listen, you'd be missing out on so much by not having creative, fun, free-thinking people in part of your industry. But say Thorntons, for example, they know exactly 
what works, how it works, what they do, and all they need people to do in them spots is be robots. Mm-hmm. And or, just- or if you're going to come up with this, so within the context of that company, free thinkers of actually, I think that if we add this to a chocolate, I don't know, like some mint, this chocolate, we can make mint chocolate, mm. then they're like, oh, well, that's a great idea. But if you're going to be like, actually, I think we need to completely uh, revamp how we make chocolate and actually move into sweets or something like that because mm. sweets are the way forward, chocolate's a dying industry, or what we need to do is become uh, a real super premium brand, then it's like, you, you're stepping out of your box. Mm. You, you, you're, you're thinking too much. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. we just want you to come in and make some chocolate. If you've got a good idea about chocolate flavor, maybe we'll listen. Yeah. But you're not smart enough to yeah. leave this to the big boys. You just make your chocolate and shut up kind of thing. Yeah. That's the difference with it all, I think. So, same McDonald's. Yeah. Again, a set standard of ideas. This is how we do it. You've got hierarchical positions. Mm. We don't need you to think now. We don't need you to be creative. We just need you to do. Mm. Um, keeps it very easy to manage. Yeah. Um, I think you asked me something about, um, you started off the conversation, we've gone from, from tangent already, mm. about uh, your structures. What was the question mm. you were going to ask? You well, started just, and you said, yeah, you, no, well, the, we, we segued nicely <laughs> into it and we got distracted the, by... The, the podcast <laughs> being how we got there, you have a said structure to your podcast of here's a few ideas and questions I've got ready for you just to let you know, but you allow that elusiveness within your podcast for movement, Mm. which is beautiful. And we wanted to talk a little bit today on structure because that's something in my life I've very much struggled with is structure, as you know. know. Come on, tell everyone (laughs) about it. Which time? (laughs) Oh, God. So the running joke, Joe, sometimes on a podcast, (laughs) when I say we've got technical issues, we've got technical difficulties for a podcast, nine times out of ten, the technical issue is Mikey. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the last time this happened, who was it on? Fleet Mall. Fleet Mall. So... Out. Uh, yeah, so Dr. Fleet Mall, uh, the original time was meant to come on, so we basically ended up having to cancel the podcast, the initial podcast. But again, Mike, everything happened for a reason, and ended up with one of the best episodes I've ever yeah. done, so it happened for a reason. But at the time, essentially, long story short, Mikey arrived, uh, and Mikey's the kind of guy that likes to leave. What was it, cameras, or was it batteries? Batteries. batteries. They left the yeah. batteries for his cameras uh, at home, so we had to drive an hour back home and an hour back in rush hour traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he thought he was 20 minutes away, so Dr. Fleetmore, we organised him, got back on, uh, and then Mikey was stuck in traffic, turns out it was an hour away. So mm-hmm. basically, multiple times I had to cancel on this one day with Fleetmore, uh, and luckily, because he's a Buddhist and he, he was chill, he was fine <laughs> about it, so he was fine, so we rearranged it. Uh, but then basically said to Mikey that he's not allowed now to leave his bus or his farm without this list yes. to be like this, 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 and this. We really pushed him to his practices there, didn't yeah. we? Going, he was so... Oh, Honestly, he was so How chill about it. Are you? Yeah, he, he was so chill about it. He was so fine. Like I said, and even when he came on the first time, obviously off air, he was talking, he was having a bit of a laugh about it. So he was absolutely fine. But that's one of the biggest things for me. It's like, because people said to me, I've had a conversation with, it's, it's so bizarre how you said beforehand, just, you just randomly mentioned it to me loosely about this structure because I've had it quite a few times this week with clients talking about it. So I've had someone that came to see me that was having a bit of a breakdown with something uh, and they had no structure with their life. I just literally had got off the call before you talking about structure and it was one of the biggest things where people were saying to me like, how do I do what I do? Because essentially I run three companies um, and again I've got people that are working for me, got a great team around me but I've got to always manage things. So my thing is it's having that structure and routine. So I, I, the, the thing for me is it's what's the, what's the word? Um, where you get um, consistency or no where you get um, uh, thought fatigue thought fatigue oh, uh, like what's well, the word for it I can't think what it is but basically like, uh, where you have to keep thinking about things decision mm. decision fatigue decision fatigue so for me in my life like I'm I'm a, like like you but not on the um, extravagant end of you like I'm a very creative person mm. but business wise I think of a lot of things there are a lot of things going on what I want to do da, da, da. so I don't need people to be like right just you know, this I'll organise it for you. But when it comes to the structure of my day, I have to have structure 
to mm. free me up to think. Yes. Great so when it comes to, to food, I literally eat the same thing every day. Yeah. Without fail. Mm-hmm. I have five meals a day. Uh, well, th- three, four meals and one snack. So the three meals, the main ones, is all pasta. Yep. And it's either beef mince, chicken mince, or turkey mince. And that's it. Nice. That's it. Every day. And then I have a protein shake uh, and uh, some sort of like rice cakes or fruit. And then in the evening, I have yogurt, dark chocolate, protein powder. That's mm. it. Every day. And at the weekend, I then deviate from it a little bit. But then it means I don't have to think what we're cooking for dinner, what we're having tomorrow, what's this, what's that. It's simple, it's easy, it's done. I don't own many clothes. Mm. Got a select few pair of hoodies, select few pair of t-shirts, two pairs of trainers, black jogging bottoms. I don't deviate, I mean, I don't have to think. How long have you been doing that for? Since I sort my fucking life out. Yeah, really? Yeah, uh, genuinely, since I sort my life out properly. Did you hear that from somebody? Have you heard I, I, that? I've not, not, not heard it from somebody, but I heard it confirmed mm. about a week, two weeks ago, I heard it confirmed. Really? Got a little Instagram reel things. Yeah. Excuse me, so a successful person that I, I, I listen to and follow, but it says he does the same thing. He's right. a multimillionaire. He says, just, he says, I don't want to think about that. I've got other things to think about. I don't want to worry about my time, about what shoes to wear, what belt to wear, what this, what that, what to cook, to eat. I don't care. I just, it's just there. It's the same thing. And he basically turned around and said, I will eat the same thing every day for the rest of my life. And I turned around and was like, well, actually, to be fair, I could do the same thing. Because it doesn't bother me. Mm. It doesn't bother me at all. But then it allows me to be creative and actually freeze my mind to th- actually be to think about things I want to focus on, if that makes sense. 100%. But then on that, then, but then like I said, I spoke about the, 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 the taking control of your day. Like, so I've got the morning routine and the evening routine, but I'm not anal about it. So there's things I like to do. And I've spoken about multiple times on the podcast, but Joan, if I can't do them for whatever reason, let's say, for example, uh, I've gone to do a podcast with you, uh, or we've, we've traveled somewhere, let's say, and we get back at 12 o'clock at night. I'm not then going to sit and meditate do a gratitude journal and do prepare my food up. Mm. It's not going to happen because I won't go to bed, but I'll do one of those things and I'll compromise it. My head's not going to roll off. I think mm. that's the thing just to be understand with it. So again, in the morning, I had loads of stuff I used to do in the morning, loads of stuff. Then I realized I couldn't do it all because then I'd be sat there for two hours doing it all. And then it's like, actually, I'd want to come to work. My, my, my coffee machine's here, my good coffee machine's here. I'd yeah, rather come yeah, do it yeah, here. Yeah. So basically I changed it. So I don't do any of my gratitude journal stuff uh, um, uh, at home anymore. I just bought it here. Right, okay. So if I wake okay. up, have a cold shower, get dressed, come to work, have my first cup of coffee, I'll then uh, read, graduate journal. Mm. That's all done. But if I can't do one of those things, like this morning, or yesterday, sorry, uh, I literally didn't have a chance to graduate journal or read because something happened. Mm. Cool. Well, I've already had my cold shower. It's not an issue. It's fine. Crack on. This is really helpful, man, because, again, adding in this structure in my days, what happened on that day with Fleet Mall, I'd had a podcast booked in and I've just wrote down podcast for me Dan podcast and a little bit of something at night and their ideas but then within that I needed to know what it takes to after that podcast realistically I've got to make sure I've got everything ready within that so then you've got bulk ideas but then you've got your nuances to add in of okay but when Dan's podcast what are some things that I need to make sure I've got within that, like a list and something Mm -hmm. else. So I really love that you've helped me a lot with this, adding in structure with my life and, you know, really being quite disciplined about it. But then... That's not intentionally, by the way. I've not done that. Apart from that, the only thing I've ever said to you, there's two things I've ever said to you when we've done this podcast I've made you do. Yeah. And the first one was the list. No, yeah. no, the second one was the list. The first one was when we went to London to talk at Audi and I said you had to dress more appropriately yeah, for a corporate thing. <laughs> That's I, not wearing shorts. I literally, I, so basically, we're going to do a talk at Audi HQ. Um, obviously, Mike was there with Chrissy uh, Vidolfin. I basically dropped Mike a message saying, Mike, I'll never tell you what to do or what to wear 
but tomorrow, can you dress a bit more corporate? I can't believe you don't have faith in me, man. That I would have uh, a mate, nice I, little... mate, I could fucking see you rocking up in your sandals. Yeah, see, Chrissy's laughing in the background. I could see you rocking up in your sandals, your vest top, hey. shorts. I mean, I could see it 100%. I've been a, a keynote speaker for years. And but, that's you, but that's that you as a keynote speaker. <laughs> yeah. When you weren't in the limelight with the, a videographer. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's different. Because like, you, you weren't in the limelight then. So I brought my hobo with me. Yeah. I'm giving him an opportunity. So I'm not on camera. I'm not on camera. Yeah. yeah so honestly, that's the only but apart from that, so when, when it's interesting you said that. Like I've never once said to you, you need to sort your shit out. You need to do this. And it's interesting you said this as well with Chrissy that actually after podcast sometimes you guys go away and think about some yeah. of the stuff you've learned on this and it's actually helped you guys grow. Which is again going back to what you originally said about uh, feedback because obviously there's so many listeners to this podcast and obviously some people reach out. It's amazing when you do. So again, anyone does reach out to me, I really really appreciate it. It's awesome. I love to hear everyone's feedback from it. But there's hundreds of people that don't. Mm. So to actually hear, yeah. well, actually, I learned this. I took this away from it. It's like, that's real life application because you're under no obligation to like the podcasts. Mm. You're under no obligation. I'm not paying you to do that. I'm paying you to literally rock up, record it and edit it. Yeah. I say edit it, just loosely put it together for <laughs> me. But I mean, that's it. I'm not paying you to like it. I'm not paying for you for your opinion. So for you to come back and be like, actually, I learned this, I learned that. I'm like, fucking, that's awesome. I mean, and obviously I do value your opinion, so I do ask yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's not what I'm paying you for. So for you to actually then come, like, oh, actually, me and Chris, hey, after this podcast, the, the money one, for example, because obviously Chris wasn't here, you were like, mm. actually, that's a fucking great podcast. I'd love to get Chris. And it's like, that then's like, that's a good episode, that is. Mm. Particularly, actually, then, like, that's actually a really good episode because sometimes you, you've been me in an episode, but I finished the episode, and I'm like, that wasn't that great. Yeah. But you're like, mate, it was amazing. I'm like, ah, because I'm, I'm there, a bit like analyzing it. Mm. But you're like, mate, it was awesome. So then I trust your opinion because you're not me. <laughs> and then you really never know down the line who that's going to help in that yeah. moment. So it's really important to, even when you think, oh, that was a bad episode, just to be reflective on how much greatness was within that episode. Yeah. I think, I, 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 I don't think I've ever really had one where it's been a bad episode. But no. you, you've seen what I'm like sometimes where I'm just like, I don't know how how it came across. Because obviously, I'm so, as you said, I'm so engrossed in the conversation. You're too deep in I'm it. too deep into it to know yeah. how did that come across? What was the tone of it? Because obviously, I'm in there and I never want the podcast to come across as preachy. I've never, even when I, when I do the ones where I'm educating, where it's just me talking, it's never coming across as preachy or like, I know everything. It's coming from Kate, a place of, and again, I did it, I did this the other day, so oh, fucking hilarious. Uh, so remember Robert Overweg? Yeah. And uh, again, um, podcast listeners that have been listening to the show for a while. Um, adaptability. About, yeah, adapt adaptability mindset. So about five or six episodes ago, I had a guy called Robert Overweg come on. Uh, and every single Friday, my clients, uh, my online clients get a special uh, live workshop with me. This exclusive workshop. Uh, and basically once a month, I bring all podcast guests back on. So again, we've had um, Paul Cope. Um, we've had uh, Craig Seaton. Mikey came on, did one. Yeah. Again, Robert came on to do one. Um, and it's absolutely amazing. So you really get to get an insight into some of these guests. It's absolutely incredible, uh, especially with someone like Robert with deep in, into the topic of stuff. Um, and where was I going with this conversation? Fuck. You had Robert on. What was it? Well, and- before that, what were we talking about? Uh, oh, that was it. Uh, researching stuff. God, God. It's <laughs> terrible. Um, I basically hopefully talked about technology at the end, towards the end. And basically, I started to try and explain what a blockchain is. Mm. Now, I'd literally watched one YouTube video on blockchain. I understood it. I then thought I could educate people on it and I royally fucked it up and everyone found all my clients were fucking laughing their heads off. Robert was like, yeah, but no. I was like, fuck. I mean, I explained it well, but I didn't, it was very obvious. I was bullshitting. I didn't understand it. So when it comes back to me talking on my episode where I'm trying to teach people some stuff, it is stuff I genuinely have applied and learnt. And again, I use that as an example to my clients and said, now you see when I'm actually talking to you guys Mm. that I get it 
because if I don't get it, this shit happens. <laughs> and I was like, so now you yeah. know when I'm talking, it's yeah. coming from a place of, I've done this, I've lived this, like th- this real stuff I'm talking about, rather than just being a case of, oh yeah, well, I watched one YouTube video, so now I think I know something, I'm going to do a podcast on it. It's mm. never that way. Like, and again, I make it very clear, I talk on my workshops, I'm not perfect, I don't ever claim to be, but mm. I've been, I really, I fucking live this. Yes. Like, I'm so obsessed with becoming the best version of myself and understanding what the fuck's going on inside my own head that when I'm really fucking getting and I apply it, I want to pass that information on to help people. Mm. It's fucking awesome. That's why I love getting to schools. Deep. And mate, that that is honest of what I said to you there. I've learned so much from you. We mentioned two there, but there's many, many things along the way where I've gone, oh, I'd, I'd like to work with that or implement that in my life in some way. I'm, me and Chrissy, both to our credit, we want to learn from everybody we meet. You know where you sat there and be quite observant and just waiting to find a moment where you've gone, this person's got something I can take into my life and learn from. Uh, and obviously with you, there's so many attributes and so many parts of your life where you've had to do a lot of learning and you've put it into practice. So we, we are observant people. And a big one I knew from you that was going to come eventually was the structured element because I look at this board, I've gone, wow, that's amazing. Chrissy, do you think we could go and get a whiteboard today? Mm. There's so many parts of it, but structure was still one I really struggle with. Now, I have started to bring it into practice, put it into my life, but, and I want to go quite far down this route Mm. with you, now we're doing it, and I think Chrissy would definitely agree with this, I'm getting disciplined, but it's again imbalanced, uh, as imbalance can always be imbalanced. Mm-hmm. And we're, re- I'm very anal. I'm really trying to hour by hour mark out the day. Mm-hmm. And if we miss something, it can eat me up a bit. It mm-hmm. can burn inside. And I'm thinking, right now I'm failing. Oh no, that's rolled onto that. And it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It gets a bit out of hand for me because mm-hmm. I'm trying to really structure everything. Yep. You're trying to control the uncontrollables. Yes. Now, what do you feel to that? Have you dealt with clients with that similar case? And how do you truly implement structure into your life? So, that's, yeah. So, how did you get had that conversation earlier on today? Twice, actually, on the conversation earlier on today about that. And the biggest thing is people um, trying to overcomplicate things massively. So, again, going back to having this conversation with someone uh, the other day, uh, they came in, life's a bit of a struggle, and they're like, oh, I've got to do all these things, da, 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 and they've got one thing to do. Mm. And their one job is one of my three jobs. Mm. So I turned around to them and said, how can I do three things and not stress? And you're doing one thing and your head's rolling off. I says, because you're trying to do too much. And I says, what do you do in the day? She explained it all to me. I says, you're going to spend all day doing that. She went, yeah. I says, how about you wake up in the morning? While you're making your breakfast, have a cup of coffee. I says, how are you feeling that morning? Da-da-da-da. There you go. There's your Instagram post done. Hmm. I said, you've done it all before you even had your fucking breakfast. I said, fucking hell. You're trying to spend all day creating stuff out of thin air. So you put unnecessary pressure on yourself. And that's what people do. They put unnecessary pressure on themselves and then they fail. So what they'll do is they'll set themselves a to-do list of 15 things to do today. And they get five done. Or even if it's 15, they get 14 done. They fail because I haven't done 15. Mm. How, many list, how many things on the board? Top left. They're in purple. Three. Yeah. Three things. Three things. Yeah. Oh, literally, all I do IG is three post. things. I've already done the IG post. I haven't posted it yet. Reply yeah. to my, so IG post, do my plans for the clients, email replies. Amazing. That's it. Yeah. So again, again, the top there today, but on top of that, it says grow my business. Mm. So what today am I going to do to grow my business? Instagram posts, reply to emails, sort plans out. Mm. 
And those plans was two plans I had to do there. So again, big chunk of my day doing it. And then all of some supplements, I've got time at the bottom. But literally do three things. Make a list, do the list. That's literally what I said to my clients. Make a list, do the list. Mate, I, Make a list, do the list. And it, you don't overcomplicate, you do three things. Now, if I do those three things, which, by the way, like I said, do the income post. Most of my post is done. I just haven't posted it yet. That's why it's not crossed off. Yeah. Uh, I've not replied to the emails yet, but I'm doing it after this. Uh, and then did the plans this morning. Hmm. And then on top of that, I've had a team meeting today. Uh, I've had a client, done a team meeting, doing this podcast. Uh, I've done three calls. Hmm. So, I've, so I've still been productive and I've still moved my business forward. Mate, I mean, are your weeks, like your diet, mm-hmm. and you're saying you've got your food plan mm-hmm. there, are your weeks pretty much in line and then do the months become in line and then you have bigger plans, next year plans? How do you channel all of that? Is it very bread and butter for you? Get deeper. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm very inherently lazy with this as well. Mm. So I'm not an inherently like productive person, but I've had to force myself to do it. And again, I still have days where I literally, so some days, like today, this is a really light day for me. So as I said, like these three things, they're quite light things to do. Like write some plans. Like so I wrote two clients' plans today, uh, Instagram post and email reply. It's quite a light day. Like some days it's like some deep, like tomorrow, for example, I'm in a school all day and I've got to uh, do a presentation. Hmm. So my presentation for Friday, so I've got to create a presentation. So tomorrow my day is going to be Instagram post and presentation. That's two things. Hmm. So it seems like a very unproductive day, but that's going to be, that, that presentation will take two hours to do. And that's after the back of talking for four hours at the, uh, the school, got year 10, 11, 12 and 13. That's a very heavy day. Mm. But I'm not going to then say I'm going to do 15 things because I'm never going to get it done. I've got two things. And it could even be because I've got the day after. I've got because we're recording this on a Wednesday. I've got Friday off. Actually, tomorrow, it might be that one thing would be uh, plan out the presentation. Yes. So I just do just an outline. So I don't even actually do it. And then Friday will be do the presentation. Mm. The problem is people try and put too much expectations on themselves. Like they put pressure on. Like same with you there. Like we were saying about you, you, you try and structure your day completely. Yeah. Like you can't. So I've got no time frame on these. Yeah. I'm just looking at it. Like, so obviously, if you've got podcasts, you look at your diary, it's like, bam, podcast. But then you're looking at your day, so you look at your diary. So if you've got one big thing to do today, which is record a podcast, or even recording two podcasts, let's say, or even, let's say, next week where we've got a meeting, yeah. and then we're going to call two podcasts back to back, is that then a smart day to be trying to fucking reorganize the bus? <laughs> no. no. So your thing is like, right, post on social media, uh, and I don't know, just send an email out or something like that. But cool, you've then done it, jobs, jobs are good, done. Mm. Can you still have a productive day? Yes. You know I mean, so it's understand yeah. you're looking at it and you're not, not setting unrealistic expectations for yourself when you've got a, uh, a busy day. Mm. But then on top of that, it's then being flexible. So I would always over-egg how long it's going to take me to do some stuff. So I said that presentation, I can do it in two hours, but I'll book out three. Because mm. if I get it done in two, I've then gained an hour back of my day. Whereas the problem is people underestimate how long it takes them to do it. So they'll be like, oh, it'll take me two hours. Yes, so I'll put in two hours, but it takes them to three. That's so what actually... I did with your, the batteries. Yeah. So there we go. But then, so then what you do is you automatically say your podcast, let's say normally, you know, a podcast less than an hour, yeah. but then you book in two hours because you like to talk. Hmm. So you know that you like to talk. So it's unrealistic for you to be like, oh yeah, in an hour and a half, my guest's going to arrive. I'm going to record a podcast. I'm going to leave. That's unrealistic for you. I would say for you, it's a two and a half hour thing because you talk so much. Hmm. And that's not, that's not, but that's nothing bad. Yeah, you're yeah, a talkative yeah. person. You like to talk. So for you, when you're organizing a podcast for yourself, have a look how long it actually takes you from the person leaving to when they leave. It's probably about two and a half hours, mm. even three hours, because you talk so much and you're such a talkative, nice person and your podcast are long episodes as well. So then you then saying, oh, it's going to take me two hours. You're then going to fuck yourself up. Chris is then going to get mad at you because yeah. you're just like, we well, said it'd be two hours. Yeah. Never was going to be two hours. But then you can say to Chrissy, listen, it's going to take me four hours. Then she knows. She's not going to get mad at you. You've got no pressure on yourself because you're getting yourself four hours. Then you're doing it two and a half hours and you just gain two hours and Chrissy's happy days because you're free. So that's why I always do. I always over-egg it. How long it's going to take? Like when we went to London, I said to you, we're going to leave at this time in the morning. Mm. So it gave us more time. Yeah. 
So I'd rather always overegg things. So it's just being tangible within your days, yeah. isn't it? And then you have to be so yes. And honest with yourself. Yeah, be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself and don't give yourself more credit than it's worth. Because I said, if you do do it in a quicker time, awesome. But don't try and force it because then your you quality of work, you're going to rush it as well. Mm. Uh, and then you said about the structures so again there on the right hand side of my, my board. I basically got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So yes. basically, when I trained, obviously my shoulder's bad. Uh, so I've got my, 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 my training day structure. So I know what days I'm training on. Mm. Uh, I've then got my big things in blue. So on Monday and Tuesday, I do my check ins. On Wednesday evening, since tonight, I've got a live QA. So these are my non negotiables that happen every single week, whether mm. I like it or not. So Monday, Tuesday, check in, live QA on Wednesday, uh, my workshop planning's on Thursday evening, and then my live workshop's on a uh, Friday, and then Sunday, uh, I upload the podcast. Yes. Obviously, sometimes you know that comes to on a Monday, or I don't send everything. <laughs> but then on top of that, so then on top of that, my social media posts. So then underneath it, I've got all my social media stuff. So mm. I know each day what kind of social media stuff I'm going to post. Again, don't have to think about it. It's there. And then below that is the things for the week that are specific. So uh, yesterday I had to watch a video, and on Thursday I'm at that school. Mm. So each week I was looking at the start of the week, well, what I've got on for the, for the week, and then bam, so they're there right now. If I'm saying on Thursday, actually, got lo- is Thursday a good day for me to do loads of stuff? No, because I'm at school. Is Tuesday a day for me to do loads of stuff? No, because actually I've got to do watch this video, and it's a check-in day. So it's understanding. I, I plan it out, and I look at it, and then I can be quite fluid with what I do. Yes. Do you Rather know than every day having to do these 10 things. When you work with clients and you used to have a non-negotiable of you must read this book. Oh, no, 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 non-negotiable. non-negotiable. T-shirt, t-shirt, there you go. Uh, available at the Prom Life Project website. <laughs> Keep plugging, baby. <laughs> is another non-negotiable for you get a whiteboard? No. Really? No, so, so, so my thing is so some people don't work well with whiteboards. Okay. Some people, they don't need, some people just on the phone, just structure out. And again, even to my clients, I don't even get them to do it on this level of, of, of structure. So again, I want them to do what works for them. Yes. But the biggest thing is understanding you've got to know what works for you. So like I said, so, so all my clients, I get them to do like a daily accountability tracker. And on one of those, it says, is your food prepared for tomorrow? Mm. So then they know, actually, no, it's not. But actually, I did it on Sunday. So cool. They know Sunday's their cooking day or something like that. But it's just having those non-negotiables every single day that you're just doing to set you up right. Mm. So again, just doing your gratitude journaling. So two non-negotiables from a club. Things got to do is they've got a, a gratitude journal. Got to read every day. Mm. But that's it. But again, that's more for them and their mental club. But again, if they don't read that one night. The heck could evolve? No. If they don't gratitude journal. Is it the end of the world? No, it's not. But it's that compound interest of stuff. So I think so many people try and put too much unrealistic expectation on themselves. They don't need to. It's just small things over time build up. Has this structured plan, how you've got it now, been a gradual build? You know, when you were at the lowest of lows and you start to progress mm-hmm. and come out of it when you're building structure into your life was it very gradual like okay tomorrow you've got the food thing and you're gonna say one thing that you're gonna do and build it over time for like people who got like in a bad mental headspace very low yeah, so yeah. honestly make your bed make your bed yeah cool you've won the day because mm. I spoke about this before you hear me talk about the talk win the day win the week yeah. win the week win the month win the month win the year that's how you do it so you're asking me are my months planned my months aren't planned right, I've got okay. someone now that works for me that basically organises that shit for me so again you know I've got loads of stuff coming next year Yeah, that's all taken care of in the background so I've plunked my ideas out that's then been structured for me and someone tells me at the start of the week right this is the plan for the start of the week and then I've got to implement it to do it for that week if that makes sense so I'm in a mm. fortunate position to do that but it is all planned out, just not by me. Like I know kind of roughly what we're doing, if that makes sense. And I said to you, the the, the, the podcast structures, like I've already got all the guests lined up for December. Yeah. So all the guests are all lined up. We've got some amazing guests coming up, by the way. So absolutely incredible guests. But then for me, it's just that that's how I do it in that, in that regard. I suppose 
another thing that we've not spoken about quite yet. I feel like I did, didn't answer your question there. I can't remember. What the, I'm having one of the days where I'm really <laughs> no, struggling to remember great. what no, you're, you're saying. Do, you're doing great, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing great, Daniel. You're, doing right. uh, oh. you're smashing it. Uh, I said, um, was it a gradual process? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah that was a fucking hell. I'm so glad. Yeah, it's one of the days where I'm glad you're here because I've been on that right <laughs> um, Yeah, so with that, it's, um, yeah, just win the day by doing yeah. something like make, make the bed. Yeah. And then make the bed, cool, drink a pint of water. So my two things when I wake up, I make the bed, drink a pint of water. Mm. But again, I don't have that on my to-do list anymore because no. it's second nature. Mm. I don't I don't have reading on my list because it's second nature. Yes. I, it's not a thing I need to remember to do. So when people are starting out, you've got to make it a habit. So for me, when I started off, it was literally meditate. So I'd write on my board, meditate. I'd write on my board, gratitude journal. I'd write on my board, walking. Whatever it was, I'd write these things down. Now I don't need to because it just it is. It is what it is. That but then it builds up there, confidence. That's going to be my takeaway as well because with Chrissy. On the way here, we're planning next year's festival that you know about. We've been planning a few other nights that we want to run, jazzy words, a poetry night and so on. Um, but again, I was going to get Chrissy to still write down the things that I know. That I know how the podcast comes on a Friday and I bring IGTVs out. And I was going to randomly get her to write that down as well, just to remind me. But I'm like, but I know that. So it's not to- necessarily known, but if you're going to forget... I won't forget the podcast though. I know it's a Friday. Cool, if, okay. if a podcast doesn't come out, that's just wouldn't make any sense mm-hmm. to me. So I don't need to write it down okay. and that will clog up the folder that we've got together for unnecessary stuff. So what you just said then is amazing. I genuinely will take that away because I do just write stuff down that's obsolete and not needed because it's in here. So that's like, like, genuine do, takeaway. Do list. Like people write down, like, again, so like uh, three critical, three things you're going to do today to win the day. Yeah. And people write, I like, do the washing. Yeah. You're going to do the washing. Yes. At some yeah, point the, during yeah. the day, you're going to be like, shit, I need to do the washing. So that's like, do you mean that's especially if Friday's your washing day? This is a great nature, part of the podcast. Yeah, you don't, really you don't good. need to write that down. Like, mm. do you mean it's just one of those things where it, it if, if you have these set times where you do stuff like you go to the gym every Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because that's where you get childcare, yeah. whatever, then don't write it down because you yeah. know they're your gym yeah. days. It's just something that you do. So this is something a lot of people get caught up on a to-do list versus yes. this. It's not a to-do list. It's something that you're doing to move your life forward. Mm. Not a day-to-day thing of um, cook my kid food. You're going to do that anyway. You've got mm. a child. You're going to cook. You don't write down, write, make, make, make baby food. You're going to do that. It's yeah. silly. It's, it's things that actually you need to implement and make second nature. And then over time, what happens is you then push that down and it becomes um, a habit and then it goes into the subconscious and it just happens automatically. When it comes automatically, you can then free yourself up to add something else in. And that's what you're doing. You're slowly just pushing it down. But you ha- will probably have to do it for a good month, two months, like yeah. for it to really fucking bed in. But it's like, it's understandable. So, so with some of this, like, like now, mine's again, growing my business. It's to do with growing my business. Mm. But if I'm doing this for a fat loss or mental health thing, it literally would be, if someone's really struggling with mental health, it would be, and again, the really bottom of the barrel, the bottom of the barrel, make your bed, drink a pint of water, go outside for five minutes. Yeah. Cool. Three things you've won the day. Mm. Cool. Because you, you, again, if you go outside for five minutes, you're probably more than likely going to stay out for 10 minutes. Yeah. And then cool, then get some steps, get some fresh air, it's going to help you mentally. Awesome, done, won the day. And literally just do that, do that, do that. And then you might be like, well, actually, I want to try going to the gym. Or actually, I will listen to a podcast. Or you slowly start to build up. You're not, you're not setting yourself unrealistic expectations. I've said this to you before. The problem is with people, they don't have a good relationship with themselves. Yeah. So they keep letting themselves down time and time and time again. They make a promise to themselves and they let themselves down. Yeah. So what people do is, oh, yeah, I'm starting again. I'm finished. Yeah, they don't trust themselves. So I come start this fitness journey. I'm going to lose 15 pounds. And mm. what they do is, like, right, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. They set themselves 15 things to do for the day. They don't they do three. Mm. And they get so paralyzed. Oh, my God, I've got so much to do. You don't have so much to do. And this is, again, people say this all the time. I've got so much to do. And you actually write it down 
and you've they don't have that much to do. As mm. you said, most of that stuff is obsolete stuff that they're going to do anyway. So really, what do you have to do? You've got to do, do a presentation uh, and email someone about this. Mm. Cool. Because you're going to go to the gym. You're already going to cook your food up because you need to eat. Do you, know I mean? you don't have to pick your kid up from school because you do that anyway. It's like, it's, that's not a thing. Mm. But when you see these 15 things you've got to do for the day, you're not literally trying to micromanage every second of your life. Mm. Because you're like, I've got 15 things to do. No. Because you think you've got so much to do, I feel you try putting it off, putting it off, putting yeah. it off, because you're thinking, oh, it's too unmanageable. I can't yeah. start. And you just don't do anything. But mate, actually, if you're like, oh, I've got, genuinely, two I've got two things to do today. That is a good part of the, Well, I'll snip that bit out for us, <laughs> mate, because that's a yeah. really good, good part good, of the good, podcast. Good job you're the editor. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you're going to see all the edits of this podcast. It should be you talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then another element that I don't think we've touched yet is you have people working for you on certain parts as well. And maybe for the more business-minded, I mean, it would help for many people anyway, but those more business-minded people that are trying to manage a business, we have learned from that. You, you've said on a podcast before you have a virtual assistant. Yep. You've got me doing the edits now, so you know how that comes out. Yep. And then that's, that helps through growth. But yep. we've had to decide to bring people in, haven't we, on, the, on our business through looking at going, oh, yeah, Dan seems to be in such a good headspace and got it all so cleared out, but he also has people working with him. That was a good takeaway for yeah, us. With me as well. So yeah, with, work yeah, for me. With. Yeah, yeah. So that's, you don't work for me, you work with me. Mm. Although technically it is for me because I'm paying you. Yes. You work with me. I see, and again, same with my virtual assistant. She works with me. Yeah. Like it's, it's a very... You've got to get the right people on, haven't you? 100%. That... <laughs> they've, got to, they've got to have the same the visions and... Um, values and where you want to go with stuff mm. and that's the biggest thing for me especially when it comes to like my business like the podcast like this is my baby yeah so if you're coming on and you're trying to not be me yeah I said be me like you, you don't vibe with where I'm going like you're just bringing very negative weird crazy energy yeah like destructive energy it's like no, I don't need that yeah like if you're bringing stupid ideas it's like no it's like but with you you're just like right what do you need Dan cool Bam, done. And the ideas that you bring, you've never given me a bad idea. And even if you did, mm. I know that it's coming from the right place. Yes. You're not coming from uh, trying to control it, trying to just talk for the sake of talking. You understand where I'm going. I made it very clear. Mikey, I'm taking you on. This is where we're going. Mm. So you know where it's going. There's no illusion here. You know that this isn't just something I'm doing for the fun of it, even though I absolutely fucking love it. Mm. There's an actual mission behind it. You know the cause. You know the mission. You know where it's going. You know my, my, We know that the fucking goal is ridiculous. Yeah. So you're on board with that. So yeah. you then facilitate, and you then, like, the idea she said the other day about that guest, like, it's an audacious idea. Fucking cool. Awesome. Like, do you know what I mean? But you're saying that's, that's where we're trying to go. Awesome. And I thought, do you know what? That's the kind of stuff I need. That's the kind of positivity I need. Actually, you've got to shoot for that kind of stuff. Awesome. Mm. But then, same with like my VA. My VA knows exactly what's going on. I send her videos. So when I'm educating myself and I'm learning stuff and I think she'll benefit from it, bam. Uh, listen, I'll pay you for an hour to watch this. Yeah, yeah. But she yeah. fucking loves it because yeah. then she, she grows. She, she, she learns all this stuff and I'm paying her to do it as well. Amazing. So with anything people are doing in my life, it's like, um, so again, another person I've got now that's um, basically take, 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 taking care of a lot of the um, day-to-day stuff behind the scenes that's, again, my brain gets boggled by, like emails and all that sort of stuff. Um, again, it takes more stress away from me, but again, they know the goal. They know what the mission is. Yeah. They're on the same page and it has to be that. But again, I'm bringing something to them as well. So it's not like with you, like when you say that, that brings stuff back, that's the biggest thing for me because you help my life so much. So I'm just give, trying to give back. Same with my VA. So it's not just her working for me. It's like, right, actually, let me give back. Let me send yes. these educational videos because yeah. she loves to learn. She literally loves it. But it's another integral part of the podcast because I think a lot of people, especially with a business, can feel too proud to get other people involved because they think, no, I should be doing that. 
Elon Musk, look, he just uh, set out from here, went there, but they don't go on podcasts all the time and say, well, actually, I had this person, this person, they're just the face of it. So you don't know their journey. But a lot of people that I've had conversations with, with businesses, are always saying, well, I should just be doing that bit. No, you don't need to. We can do. Yeah. It depends what kind of person you are. Yeah. My energy is better off you know where in you need to the company to be like, to, to work on it and be like, right, what do I need to do? How can I grow this? What can I do that? Like, and coming up with these ideas and like pushing it forward. And instead of the logistical side, yeah. you've got the creative what, yeah, energy. So I, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, don't, I don't want to fucking sort my emails out. What I don't was... want to sort my desktop out. I don't care. Mm. It doesn't bother mm. me. I don't care. Before your virtual assistant, what was that dynamic like? Oh, mate. Really? Social media. Yeah. I hated it. Like, I love when people message me. It's absolutely brilliant. Like I said, like, when people want to do talks and people message me about it, people from the podcast, I love that. I absolutely love that. I don't like all the other stuff you've got to do with the marketing and all that sort of stuff. I don't like that. Yeah. So, like I said, you get a lot of people um, that, again, they try and sell you stuff, marketing stuff. So, my VA, she just deals with all that for me. Mm. So, I don't have to worry about it. But then when people genuinely like, you need to, you need to read this, you need to read this. Cool. And then, bam, straight there, and I'm engaged, I'm fully engaged. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and that's the biggest thing. It's, it's again, helps grow the business, like social media, like, again, business media. Yeah. So, but I don't want to spend my time, energy, and effort on social media. Yeah, it's not. It's not my forte. It's not. I don't understand it. I don't want to know about it. I just. I just know that it's an integral part of it, and I just want to communicate with the people on social media. Does that make sense? That's what I like. I like communicating with the people. I like hearing what people's views are. And when people message me and they're following me, and it's like, oh, we've listened to your podcast. I don't know them. That's absolutely amazing for me. Oh, I didn't tell you. We were there's a there's a company. Uh, there's a <laughs> the podcast ranked. Okay. Uh, in a company uh, in a, in a country, and I, I can't. Uh, I'm going oh, to completely butcher what it's pronounced. Uh, so obviously, it's ranked in places before. Um, obviously, the UK charts. Um, B H U T A N. Bhutan. 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 Yeah. Bhutan. Yeah. Uh, we are ranked 44th in their education hey, on Apple Podcast, uh, and we're ranked 21st uh, in the self improvement. Matey. So there you go. So we're getting there. So uh, all the people in Bhutan that are listening, big oh, up. Come on, Bhutan. So yeah, there you go. That's uh, no, that's, that, that, that was quite, quite cool. So, Mate, so, that's awesome. Obviously, I know that's not like, uh, and sometimes like we're doing like Dubai charts and stuff like that. So I, I, I don't normally tend that's to check. That's my day, I, mate. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm, I'm sat here going, right. I'm, I don't, I don't tend to check. There's a statue of us in Bhutan. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't tend to check the charts or anything like that, but it just it happened to pop up on a Monday. And I'm just like, oh, I'll have a look. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Mate, it's helpful with it. Uh, could we go just a little bit yeah, further maybe. into the social media management and things yeah. and the schedule? because I'd just like to add in this for our business I use Creator Studio which I told you about but it's genuinely taken so much stress away and that is because um, there's one Sunday of the month I sit there and I put in all our posts for the old farm bus and like on the weekend I went away to Exeter I've seen everybody and I've got people coming up to me going dude how do you live with Chrissy, live your life with your baby? And you're so busy doing that. And I've created a perception where I look, I'm always busy movement. But it's just because of um, scheduler, being able to put it all out there. And I've d- told you about this thing. I do a uh, post and ghost now. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm away from it all. I yeah. don't have to think about it anymore. But that's because of the one Sunday of the month that I put it all up. Yeah. Your VA do most of that, or do you do a similar thing? So I, I literally, so I write all the posts, so yeah. my VA doesn't do any of the posts. Okay. So all the posts are me, and, but literally, I create it and I post it. Yeah. So I don't have a structure, I don't post at a certain time. I just literally 
create the post, post the post. Yeah, okay. Done. So I do all the captions, I do everything. She's, yeah, so she's in charge of behind the scenes stuff. I've just got so many friends at the minute, again, with independent or small businesses. And that is one of the biggest conversations they have is how do you manicure your social media? How do you keep away from it as well? Because you want to be involved with everybody like you were just saying. And honestly, it's just such a, a constant theme. I'm really struggling with family time, my time and social media time. So this is one of the biggest things when it comes to the business side of stuff. It, again, it's all, if they can afford to get a virtual assistant, I say get a virtual assistant, yeah. so it basically takes all that hassle away from you. You don't okay. have to worry about it. But if, again, if you don't, can't afford a virtual assistant, completely understand that. But then it's understanding that if you're trying to grow your business, suck it up. Yeah. And I mean that in the nicest respect way possible. If your business requires social media, if it requires social media to yeah. grow, which I think most businesses most do now, do now yeah. um, your family should understand, your partner should understand because you're trying to grow this company, this business that's going to help support your family, your partner, whatever it is. So it just is what it is. You have to build. And again, if you can't afford a VA, that should be your first thing. Mm. Like, cause again, I've learned this as well. That the biggest thing is what you're doing is you're hiring to grow the business. So yeah. you're, the first thing you're doing is if you're a sole trader and you're with myself, you're, when you get to a certain level, you're not buying yourself a Ferrari, Lamborghini, going on holidays. Yeah. You reinvest that and you pay that for a VA because then that person will then make you money. Mm. Yeah. Makes sense. Completely. Like, and then you then build it up and then you get yourself a videographer. Mm. Cool. Because then that saves me time. And it again, makes me money because then what you're doing is you're posting great content out there. So then it gives me more content to post. Mm. Again, this podcast. And it's like, okay, cool. From there, then you get a marketing manager. I obviously don't have one of them. But then you just take the next, these next steps. Yeah. But then you're hiring to make money. These people are bringing stuff to your business. But then you, it takes it away from you. Does that make sense? And you yeah. just keep going, you keep going, you keep going. And how far in the future... Have you planned for that? Because that oh, next year I'll be hiring more people. So really? actually, well, unless I've got that big event, we've got coming next year. Mm. Uh, and again, I've worked out the potential, um, uh, the, the, how much money the potential that they'll make. That's going straight into hiring someone. So right, I won't okay. see a single penny of that. And everyone keeps saying to me, "Oh no, you want to keep back some of yourself?" No, I don't. Mm. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not doing it for that reason. Like the events can be absolutely awesome. Again, you'll hear more about it on the podcast further on down the line. But the events can be absolutely amazing. We've got some amazing speakers coming in. It's going to be yeah. an absolutely amazing day, an amazing event. But the reason for that is that that's going to go into then hiring someone yes. for the company, yeah. so, and that then helps grow the company again. And that's how it works. So that, it's always for me that that's the difference. Like people like to have a business and do X, Y, and Z, but like to, then they'll spend all the money. Mm. Like you, you, you're missing the point of business. Mm. You're meant to reinvest back into the business. If you generally care about seeing the business grow. Like I don't spend money on clothes. I've literally, my, my things are from Primark. Like my, my, shoe, it, yeah. my shoes are 40 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I've got my watch free, mm. my phone. Like it's like, I, I don't, I'm a, do you mean? I, I don't care about that stuff. Yeah. It's like I, you, uh, everything is, how can I grow the business? Because it's again, very telling because the business, business is trying to help people. Yeah. That's my mission. The mission. It's all about the mission. Mm. So it's not about that. It's not about this podcast becoming viral or anything like that. It's about, it's helping people. And that's why, again, I've got you here because then some people like to visually watch it. Cool. You help more people who's visually watched. Mm. So you, by me taking you on, it then helps more people. That's the mission. I think that is really cool what you've said there with having a future in mind, future plans. You know exactly where the business is going and people, what it takes to make a good and successful business in mind. And then you've got sort of a an order in which I need to improve. Uh, employ them then and then I'll let that go on a bit see how well that goes and then employ them but you're not living in that future but you have it planned yeah. and that's such a a powerful part of and I've got no idea what's going to happen yeah yeah because again that whole event I've got planned for next year COVID could happen or something weird stuff could happen like that and it doesn't go ahead yeah Okay, so I just know what's going to happen. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not being myself. Yes, I'm, yeah. All I'm doing is controlling the controllables. 
Because what, what I say to my clients, what can I control? Yeah. I can control coming in every single day, mm. making my list and doing my list. That is it. That's all I can control. I can't control anything else. I can't control you forgetting your batteries. It's been I can't a, control that. It's been a really good chat there because I suppose the, the mistake people may do is by they'll put a time frame on it. So I'm going to get this person on this date. But actually you'll say, no, I'm going to get that person. Yeah, that's enough. I get a person, and my goal is by next year. Yes, but cool. If it's not right, it's not right. So again, yeah, you know, okay. I've taken someone on recently, and it's not worked out. But next cool. year is very tangible. Yeah, hundred percent. But I said I've taken someone. I thought it was the right time. It turns out it wasn't the right time. Yeah, it's not a problem. It's not the end of the world. But that's yeah. the whole point of it. It's like you're not so fixated on this is how it's got to be. And if it doesn't work out, I'm a failure. Mm. Because the whole point is you're doing stuff. And again, I, I literally say this in schools all the time. It's impossible to fail if you're learning from it because the failure becomes a lesson. So if I do do stuff and doesn't work, cool. That is then a lesson. I've mm. then learned from that. Yeah. I've also just realised, mate, that you're drinking a big dick's coffee mug on this camera. I wonder if, I wonder if every single time it comes on. Like, oh, mate. Here we go, <laughs> guys. Every, every, every time Do you, you drink think they'll sponsor but, us? Yeah. <laughs> I really want to be sponsored oh, by big dear, dicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if anyone doesn't know, but there's, uh, there's a coffee company on Instagram. And again, it's the power of marketing here. So um, there's, there's a company called Big Dicks Coffee on Instagram. And they basically have a mug. So again, I'll, I'll hold it up here. Uh, so basically, you can put your name on it. So basically, I thought it was so funny. So I've basically got a mug here. It says Big Dicks Coffee on it. And on the other side, it says Dan Loves Big Dicks. Uh, and it's absolutely hilarious. I found it so funny that I bought their coffee beans and the mug. I was just like, take my money. Because it made me laugh we so much. We are going much. to have to tag yeah, these in. It literally made me laugh so much that I was just like, I have to buy it. And that's the power right. of marketing. So we're talking about business. That's the power of marketing. Mm. Like, it's hilarious. It's so funny. I know so many people that bought that off the back of me posting it. Yeah. I've got a client that got it. Um, so my, my client got it for her, her partner. Then he bought the same one back for her. So it just, it, but again. Blossoming big dicks. It, but that's what it is. Mm. But they're, they're so, honestly, but again, big dick. Clearly the guy on the, on the thing is called Dick. Yep. So Richard. we're just assuming... That, you know, it's Richard. rude but then, then again Dan of Big Dicks again fact, I, I love Big Dicks coffee but the, 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 it's so I'm sorry, it's so fucking funny bits um, of genius yeah but that's what it is but it's little things like that it's smart it's so so smart business and so it's little things like a business it helps I know we went on a massive tangent there which made me laugh I just saw you bring it to your lips and I thought someone's going to notice that you're drinking out of that and Dan's I'm going to get a message dick. so I thought right there you go <laughs> I've got uh, again side now yeah. because feel we've smashed into to structure yeah I was away uh, recently and listening to loads of different talks. Yep. And one of the talks that I went and listened to was bloody brilliant. But the bit at the end was genuinely a part where I thought, oh, I wonder if Dan knows about this. And it really hit me. I've got it wrote down. It's a Japanese art form and it's called Kintsugi. Kintsugi. Mm-hmm. Kintsugi, yeah. yeah. Kintsugi. Yeah. Heard about it, know about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah. So what the hell will go on? Tell so, people. So, 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 it's so I did, I did a talk about it. Um, so um, again, one of my Friday workshops, I, I sort of alluded to this. Um, so basically, it's a Japanese thing where essentially when things get broken, like some pottery and stuff like that, what they do is they put it back together with gold. So they basically mm. use some sort of um, gelling agent and they mix it with like platinum, gold, or silver. It's mm. normally gold. The original thing's gold. And they put it back together to create something more beautiful. So actually, they embrace the cracks. Mm. So basically, you've got this pot that's broken. Yeah, embrace the damage. So basically, everyone, again, there's a metaphorical thing. Like everyone has got stuff that's happened to them that may have caused them issues, injuries they're not proud of. Like it's just something that just doesn't quite sit right. It's almost like broken them, quote unquote. They feel broken by this event. But actually, this whole thing is like, actually embrace it. Like mm. it makes you who you 
are, embrace it, don't hide from it, learn from it, grow from it, turn it into something beautiful. And that's what you do. So you've got these cracks, you're then putting it together with gold and then you've got this then pottery that's been put back together, but it actually looks beautiful because these golden cracks and all these little pieces that are put together with these golden things, it looks beautiful. So again, it's the same for me as when I was using it for my clients, I was talking to the clients about it saying that, Everyone's gone through some stuff in their life that they're maybe not proud of. Again, I did a whole podcast with me being a fuckboy. And, yeah. and my, 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 like, that's something I'm not proud of. But what I've done is I've taken that and I've recycled it. And I'm using it into something positive and productive. Like I've embraced it. I've put it mm. together with gold. And like now I'm able to actually go into schools and help people. Mm. Like I've overcome that mental health. I've overcome that negative side of my life. I've embraced that. I've fully embraced it. Yes, I was broken. But what most people do is they'll just try and hide the cracks. Or they'll try and, no, you can't do it. Or try and make something new. You can't do that. Yes. You can't. The cracks are always going to be there. So just embrace them, accept them, but then put yourself back together again as a whole. They're still going to be there, but you've turned them into positive. You've embraced mm. them. You're seeing, you've learned from them. Again, impossible to fail if you've learned from it. So if you have done something, if you have smashed something, if your life has been a shit show, learn from it. Because then that lesson, that failure becomes a lesson. Yeah. And that's how you do it. And that, for, that formula, again, I put, put, get to put, put it across the bottom of the screen. Pain plus reflection equals progress. Yes. That's how you move. People are afraid of failure, but failure is the only thing that can help them move forward in life. So what if you, you, you do something and you completely fall to pieces and your you pot smashes? Cool. Well, pick yourself back up again, learn from it, put the golden glue on it, mm. put it back together again. Awesome. You're going to be absolutely fine. Go again, smash it again. Cool. Awesome. Put it together. And that's all you do. Yes. Yeah. But each time you get better and better and better and you level up and you level up and you level up. And this is why I'm so passionate about basically trying to help people evolve and move forward each day of their life. Yeah. Because that's what it's all about. People are afraid to fail. They want to stay still. But it's not about staying still. It's about actually understanding. If I fail, cool. That's a lesson. And I, again, I fucking fail all the time. I do stupid fucking shit still all the time. But it is what it is. I don't learn from it. I don't beat myself up thinking, well, actually, I could have handled that a little bit better. Mm. I don't beat myself up about it. I don't lose sleep over it. I genuinely don't lose sleep over it. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I really fucked up there. Right, how can I learn from it to make sure it doesn't happen again? Cool, bam, move forward. That's it. Mm. That goes for anything. So many things. Like Again, this isn't coming from a preachy place. Yeah. Like You know that I'm going to mess up sometimes. Like I'll say to you, like, oh, this has gone wrong. Like, so when I'm coming on here, it's just like, it's understandable. I'm just trying to portray this true image of who I am. Yeah. Like, it's just what it is. Like, I do struggle with stuff. I do really struggle sometimes to turn off. Mm. It's just, I do have my flaws. And what the Japanese say as well is even more beautiful, yes. which I like because, you know, this perfect part at the start, yes, it's really lovely to look at, but the one with all the gold bits and the really inter interesting intertwined Makes bits. Makes unique. Are, yeah, even Complete more unique. so yeah. completely. And like you say, if you were a perfect pot before, that's cool. But you can now teach people through those cracks. You say, look, I've got these cracks here. And this is the experience I've been through. You can actually physically look at it. And that is why you're more beautiful now. But then when, when you've gone lesson. through that stuff as well, and you say to someone, oh my God, I've got the same crack. Mm. But yeah. then when you come from that place, people are like, oh, this guy gets me. Mm. That's why when I go into schools, honestly, the kids are just like completely engaged. And the teachers afterwards are like, I've never seen these kids so engaged. The reason why they're so engaged is because there's a guy there just completely pouring his heart out for an hour yeah. and just been like, I am here to help you. I'm giving you the lessons that I wish I had when I was your age so I can save you 15 years of your life. Mm. And they're like, this guy... Is, and then I start off with my story. Yeah. I literally for 15 minutes tell my story. And straight away, they're like, oh my God, this guy's like me. Because they'll see this guy stood there looking like he's been to the gym, got tattoos. But then when I tell them I got bullied at school for being dyslexic, mm. the fact I felt lost, my depressive tendencies, then straight away they're like, oh my God, like this guy's been completely raw and vulnerable because they don't get that from adults. And then mm. that's it, they're engaged because then they're like, this guy's not here to sell us anything. This guy generally cares. Yeah. Like he's literally completely exposed himself. Like he's made himself completely vulnerable and the kids don't, kids don't get that. 
The yeah. teachers can't do that because then it's, it's the teachers can't be vulnerable. So I go in there from that place and then I can then give them all that information. Mm. So it comes from a place of complete understanding. Like I've been there. I've been that kid that got lost. I've been that kid that got bullied. And then they're like, oh shit, this guy kind of gets me. So again, yeah. you look look at my cracks. I've got the same cracks as you. You see me now mm. as this complete pot. They've got the golden cracks on, but you don't see the cracks. Turn me around. There's all the cracks. Oh, there's the one from being bullied at school. Oh, there's the one from this. There's the one from that. And they're like, oh, fuck out. And then again, they're engaged because it's relatable to them. Yeah. I, I go and give talks. And I remember going to this one place where I talk about getting kicked out of school to then the substances and losing the friend. And somebody put their hand up and goes, that's great about school and everything. But you coming in, don't you think the kids need to make mistakes and get as low as you got because that turned your art into how beautiful it is. So even though you went to that amount of pain, it's turned it into a really big experience for you. But I've gone, but I wouldn't have been here. I got so low uh, from all those mo moments. I was suicidal to the point of I was nearly the, uh, uh, an inch away from not being here. So what I'm here today is to say, you don't have to get that low. Mm -hmm. the, you've got all your life. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to go through pain. You're going to go through hurdles. It's just, here are some ideas. Here are some thoughts where you can learn from and not have to get to this point where the reason for me, I thought school was you either do really well or you're a fuck up. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, no in between. And because I was a fuck up, that was the path I decided to go down. Here's me coming to say, that isn't how it is. There's a beautiful gray area to life. Go through your life, make your mistakes, have some cracks, but know there's always a way of going up from there. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This guy was saying, yeah, it's, it's good you're coming in and all that, but don't you think the kids have feeling that amount of pain is good for them because it turned you into who you are and thought, Maybe not that dark. Yeah. Do you know but, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. It's time. I think a lot of them don't get hit with the truth. Yeah. So they need to be told that it can get dark. Yeah. But if you, this this whole reason why I go there is to give them the tools yes. so it does yeah. not get that dark. Mm. Once you start to notice, again, reflect on it, learn from it, move forward. Mm. Again, I hope to God that no one ever gets to the same level that, that me and you got to. Yeah. I, I don't wish upon anybody. But it's like if it happens to get to that level, cool, have some tools to try and help you get across the other side. And that's the big thing trying to get across to these kids. It's like, I hope you don't ever have to go through what I went through. Hmm. I hope you don't. But if you do, or you're anywhere near that, or if you're there right now struggling, cool, here's what you do. Yes. I think on these podcasts that we do together, another small element that we could just implement in is have you had any recent learnings, discoveries uh, that you're helping people with, that you've been reading a book and thought, Oh, hello, Paul Cope moment. <laughs> oh, God. Now you just you completely put me on the spot with this one. What's something I've learned? I do that. What, again, no, it's, again, it's what I say to my, my, my guests, isn't it? Obviously, by giving a heads, heads, heads up about something that they've learned. Uh, what is something I've learned recently? Yeah, well, do you remember we, did, we went to record those videos, didn't we? So that was a big, that was a big thing for me, actually. Oh, when we recorded yeah. Those videos. yeah, that's a good point. Um, so basically, for my clients, when they signed up with me, they get a 12-week educational video series. Uh, where basically once a week for 12 weeks to get a 30-minute video sent to them. One, one video a week that's 30 minutes that basically educates them on the fundamental basics of mental health, mindset, nutrition, and training. So again, it's not my opinion. It's just factual things that basically help people. And then my Friday lives basically take it to a deeper level and deeper understanding. Um, so basically, these were recorded during lockdown. So basically, I said to Mikey, right, actually, I want to basically make these look more prof professional now. So I basically thought, because obviously, we've done loads of videos before, and normally I'm big-headed, I smash the first time, don't I? Mm, like, yeah, I'm very yeah. comfortable, confident in front of the camera. I've got no issues talking in front of the camera. I know my content. And again, these 12 educational videos, I've put them together. 
It's my content. Like, I know it. So basically, I thought, I don't need to do anything here. I'm just going to rock up, load the presentation up. I'm going to crack on with it. Uh, it was a very humbling moment for me to realize that I wasn't as good as I thought I was. Hmm. And actually, I, I, I mean, it, was, it generally was really humbling for me to be like, no, you're never going to be better than, than, I mean, than, than life. Like, you can't, you've not, you've not looked at these things for a year. What makes you think that you can go back to this presentation after a year of not seeing it and just smash it out of the ballpark? Mm. So for me, I just got very, again, it, my biggest thing is like becoming lazy and complacent. I got very lazy and very complacent. So for me, that was a big wake-up call to be like, don't do that. Yes. Do it properly. And that's what I always do. I never half-ass researching guests. I never half-ass anything. And that was a big thing for me because I thought, it's all right. I know this, I know this content. I did know it. I still know it. I just need to refresh it. Yeah. I mean, I just need to have a quick look because it's, 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 and then we recorded it and I just wasn't happy with it. Obviously, you still do the edits for me to see what I actually think of it. But my gut feeling was it wasn't me. I wasn't my true authentic self when I was flowing with it. And the reason was because I've progressed. And this, this is the real, real reason. I've progressed so much in the last year. How I present now is different. Mm. So how I present now, because I know the content's so good, that basically what happens is uh, when I present at schools or like that, I have a picture or a phrase or a word, sparks from my memory, off I go. Mm. Those presentations were designed to be read. Yeah. Behind my computer screen, looking at all the notes. Yeah. And that's what threw me off because it wasn't designed for me to do how I taught now. So it was one of those moments where I was just like, actually, it was nice because I progressed, but it was a massive learning thing for me to be like, don't think you're better. Don't, don't, don't think that somehow you can cheat the system because you can't do it. No one can do that. You Again, with your poetry, if I said to you, Mikey, your first poem, or maybe your first one, like a poem you wrote a year ago, you wouldn't be able to recite it off, off the top of your head. You'd have to look at it and be like, oh, yeah, yeah right, yes, I remember it. I mean, you'd quick look over it. You'd probably spend an hour, maybe, depending on the content of when you're talking. If you're just talking to me, you read it. But let's say you're going to, into a school to talk about it. Mm. you probably spend a good couple of hours just, just rehearsing it, just going over it, just because it's your poem. You wrote it. It's your content. It. You'd get the flow, feel how it is, like, just get, and you'd be absolutely fine with it. Yeah, Everyone would do it. Everyone would do it. Again, same with the singer. Like, there's no way that a, a band that hasn't played a song for a year is just going to pick up the, the thing and just be like, right, we're going to do a live performance tomorrow. Mm. No practice, no rehearsal. We're just going to go straight for it. It just doesn't happen. But there's me thinking, oh, no, I'm too good for that now. Mm. No, I'm, I'm, So that was a big thing. And again, because every time we do do the videos, I just smash them out, smash them out, smash them out. Because now I'm doing these workshops and doing these lives and going to schools. There's me thinking, oh, I'm too good for it. No. Complacent. It was, it was, yeah, complacent. Complete complacency. Mm. So for me, it's a big eye. And get, you saw how, how upset I was in myself. Yes. And I was genuinely distraught by it. But on the thing, I, I then reflected on it. So it's now not an issue. Again, pain plus reflection plus progress. I know exactly what I did and I will not be doing that again. Mm. So the next time we're recording those videos, th that will not be a thing. I was just going to say that a really good thing that you didn't do there as well was just go, well, I'm just shit at this now. Mm. A lot of people would. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They'll fail at it and gone, oh, this really isn't me and just back off it. But you have had time to sit there and go, no, Dan, all you did was not think about it. You've not thought about the process it takes. You've not read it back. This is just a mistake. It's not your shit at it. It's just, you know, the process that it takes. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I really admire that. That's mm -hmm. a good attitude. But it, 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 like I said, it annoyed me. You saw how frustrated it was. Yeah, it really yeah. annoyed me. But it I was should, not, but I you just frustrated that, myself. That's the learning experience. Yeah, but I knew, Feeling shit yeah. is part of the learning experience. Yeah, 100%. And straight away, I was like, because well, again, I was like, waste your time. 
So again, maybe you can salvage some stuff from it. Hey, maybe mate, you can, we maybe got you a good thing out of it, yeah, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, we did in the end. And again, uh, that, that promo video. So again, if you've not subscribed to the YouTube channel, uh, make sure you do subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Uh, not just so you don't miss any of these uh, live videos, but also uh, me and Mike have got a side project that we've got coming along. Uh, so Mike, I'll get you to ping it actually to come across the bottom so people can click on the link so they can look at it. Uh, me and Mike did a bit of a, we're doing like a mental health, um, mental health awareness video series. Just a real small uh, thing. So if you don't follow me on social media, you wouldn't have seen it, but it'll be on the YouTube uh, video. We're doing uh, once, a, once a month. Mm. Um, so I say it's just little stuff there that's basically me just talking about my real rawness experience uh, again only a minute minute and a half um, but like I said it's swimming deep there so that, that's what came out of it in the end something amazing did come out of it but the whole purpose I brought you there was to record those videos and mm. it was a massive failure it was a failure complete failure it was a complete fuck up but it wasn't because I've learned from it so it's then a lesson yes so straight away so getting all this stuff I'm talking about I apply it to myself uh, so then I did beat myself it was what it was um, uh, just linking that all back yep. round to, to structure as well yep. you were added in something new to the prime life project there mm -hmm. but because we've been doing this i've been your videographer for four or five months yeah and we've uh, been... Ju june i think it was never birthday june 9th yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but a thing you said nicely you know we've got into a structure now it's been going really well we know how we operate we know how we work built into that now that sort of a non-negotiables and it's all set We've added in something new now because it was time. Yep. And we've gone, oh, we can add that now. We know how this operates. Let's go. Yeah. That's what he's always taken to. Again, as I'm saying, like, we've got big things for the future coming up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, like, um, the, the whole mission, again, the whole thing behind the Primal Project is changing. Mm. Like, the whole feel of it. And that's what I'm saying. I'm doing a lot of work behind the scenes to get to the core essence of what the Primal Project is. Because when I started it up and set it up versus what it is now, it's a completely different monster. Yeah. <laughs> in the best way possible. Like yeah. it, it's grown into something I never thought it would be. So then my original thing is a bit outdated. So I need to change it. Obviously, the podcast is still the same. The mission is still exactly the same. Mm. Tell as many people as possible with mentally and physically become the best versions of themselves. Yes. That will never change. But the actual company, mm. it's grown. It's manifested into so many bigger avenues and streams. Like, right, I need to actually take a step back. And that's what I'm in the process of doing now to be like, right, well, where's it going? What are we doing with it? Because again, it's becoming such a big thing. Refining it, refining, refining it, it. So, taking away the good principles and the good ideas that you've implemented, but then adding in new ones 100%. and fresh ones. So that's gonna be my that's my that's my festive break. Is that setting is that the up. plan? That's the plan. Yeah, yeah. So I'm all, it's already been happening in the process right now. So again, lots of stuff's going on behind the scenes. Where I'm doing stuff the weekend to get the, the ball rolling, mm. and it, it's, it's coming to an end now. But then it's like putting it all together of like right this is what's happening with it now and then articulating it to the team are you, are you keeping it under wraps or the yeah, there's nothing we need to say to, to anybody about it it's just it's just understanding that how, how it actually works the ethos of it so mm. if someone says what is the Prime Life Project yeah I cannot in a sentence articulate what the Prime Life Project is mm. because there's so many things yeah and that's not good mm. so Joe for you if someone says to you what's the Prime Life Project yeah and you can't just be like obviously the podcast some yeah. people mentally and physically from best version themselves. Boom. But for the actual company, yeah. I knew what it was, but now it's completely shifted from that. So basically I'm now getting to the core essence of what actually is the company now. Because it's mm -hmm. naturally manifests itself into something bigger. It's mm -hmm. naturally grown, it's naturally evolved. So then I can't then explain it as a coaching company, because it's a lot more than a coaching company. It's a lot more than the fat loss personal training company. It's not that anymore. That's an essence of it. Mm. But it's so much more than that. Because we literally change people's lives. Not just myself, my other coaches as well. You've got the other branch of podcast part of it. You've got the online coaching side of it. You've got me going to school. There's so many avenues of it now. It's not what it was. Mm. So it needs to be refined. So that's mm. what it is. There's nothing to keep it a secret. It's just like it needs to be, it's being refined and I'm working on it, going through the process. So again, always with the, with the, with the, with the client or the customer or whoever it is in mind, because that's solely what it's here for. Like for me, the Prime Life Project is a movement. Yeah. Is that, that is for me what is original purpose is a movement is to help people. Like so that 
if in 10 years time someone comes up to me and is like listen I'm listening to your podcast for the last 10 years I was in this place I've listened to it and I've, I've changed cool these kids in school they come to me in 10 years you came to my school once you changed my life mm. like I was feeling really suicidal you actually really helped me or I didn't believe in myself and you gave me the belief that I could do it cool it's a movement wow. that's as simple as that like these podcasts can be around forever so long after I'm gone these podcasts will still be here Unless YouTube becomes a metaverse, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and and just on that, then with how it has organically grown into that direction, would you say just to to wrap the, it up in that way? And we're talking about scheduling, and we're talking about being with the whiteboard, and so what percentage has it been to make it grow the way it has on being? organized with it is everything yeah it's understanding at the start i knew where i wanted it to go yeah i knew where i wanted it to go and it's gone where i wanted it to go and more mm. but it's only happened because again i just rock up every day and i make the decisions that i think are going to help the most people yeah does that, does that make sense? Complete like, sense. And, and it's understanding like even like podcast guests have people message me oh i think it'll be a good fit for your podcast no you're not, no, you're not good fit. Mm-hmm. But again, rather than just saying, yeah, 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 I want a guess, I need a guess, it's not about that. It's like people have got to be the right fit. Yeah. They've got to be the right fit within the company, they've got to be the right fit, it's everything about it. Like, yeah, it's, it's a big thing for me. Mate. Big, massive thing. This is a bit, I, I've, I've enjoyed the format of this. I like it. it it's really, playful, it's yeah, fun, it, it's everything we wanted it to but be. Like, but like, like I said, it's like you, you're, you're asking me, so again, I've had no time to prepare. Again, I've had a pen and pen in my hand the whole time to take notes. I've taken no notes. Again, as people can see there, there's literally no notes on, on the thing at all. So I've literally had, I've literally not wrote anything down. So it's literally been completely off the cuff. Yeah. But then that's the thing with it. It's like I'm trying to, again, give back as much as possible rather than me when I'm coming on talking. It's something that, you know, I've. I've, I've speeding out and obviously with the podcast guest but when it's you here because you know me and you, you want to you can unpick things and mm. get things out of me that's good it means for I can both pass of information. us yeah, I, can, I can pass all this information on to help people uh, and again you add to it as well so it's, it, for me it's, yeah, I really enjoy this format um, yeah, so we're, we're, I do it's, it's really it's friendly but again I love being the videographer sitting there listening to great conversations and afterwards the, the thing we do we sort of sit and talk about how we perceived it but sometimes I want to know what's going on in Dan's head. How does Dan operate? What's happening? <laughs> and, then, and actually having you here. But, to... but this, this, this is the thing I spoke about before. I've spoken a lot about it recently. Um, is that what goes on inside my head? I, f- I find it very hard to articulate that to people. Yeah, that's one of the biggest things, and that's why again having people around me that do get it. And there's only a certain few people I've met in my life that have been able to understand what goes on inside my head. And it sounds mm. really bizarre and weird. It's nothing like crazy. It's just like it, my brain works a million miles an hour. And you've got to be able to read, like, you've got to know me to understand where my brain is going, if that makes sense. Mm. Because otherwise it would make no sense to be out of context and bits would be missing. Yeah. People do it. I can't, I I, I talked to a client about this the other day because they didn't quite understand. Because I've said this a few times and she didn't understand what I meant. And I still can't really articulate it. But it's like, what goes on inside myself? I keep it to myself kind of things. Like, but I then let you know what you need to know. Mm. There's only real, like, it's just like I just let people know what's going on. It's only really me that sort of knows what's yeah, yeah, going mate, on inside my head. I suppose that, that's the case for everyone, isn't it? Yeah. Truthfully, you can yeah, articulate yeah. it to... But that's why I like, that's what, like this new project that we're doing where I can actually yeah. write my feelings to the one about crying. Yes. Like, that was literally like inside my head. But mm. then obviously people can relate to that. But that's just one instance when I was in the feeling that emotion. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that... Um, Go to seeing what what the next yeah. occurrences are and go. what you've been writing. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a natural flow, so it's so yeah. so powerful. Again, is that sort of what we've discussed on the podcast before of free writing? 
is that pretty much how it comes out for you? Is it a free write or are you very particular on the sentence and how it's laid oh, out? Oh no, that's, that's anything I write like that, I don't think too much about it. Just go. I just go. I'm not that, I'm not, because you're a poet, so you like to get things to yeah. fit a certain thing. I, I, I just fucking write. Yeah, that, that, that's brilliant. Because again, it's so interchangeable how when I'm writing, yeah. because sometimes I'm just so passionate. Chrissy today nearly had to stop me because a song came on so inspired we're doing um a workout where you know you're timed i've gone now i need to stop a minute and start writing stuff down but that that's a free flow state that's just gone but then other times i'll get a sentence in my head and i think oh that there's something there but i need to really refine them words and how it's going to sort of flow so it sounds right yeah so it's it's all a process isn't it it's different for everybody any final words um, today, I just want to say thank you for having me. You're oh. an absolute legend. It's always, it's always a pleasure. <laughs> uh, and again, don't forget to, where can we find you on social media? Uh, Rhythmical Mike or the Old Farm Bus. Awesome. And again, you can uh, find me and follow Daniel underscore James underscore fitness. Again, if you took any value from today's episode, uh, don't forget to like and share it with a friend. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcast, again, do us a favor, leave us a five-star review. It helps us get the message out there to help as many people as possible. Uh, you guys have been absolutely incredible at that. And again, as I said earlier on in the podcast, when you guys do drop me a message, I, I genuinely, it, it means a lot to me uh, to hear what you guys take from the episodes uh, whether it's with myself with Mikey or uh, any of my guests it generally does mean the world to me so uh, thank you very much Mikey take care big love my man